and we are back for the next episode at the Enablers Podcast. Woo-hoo. Hi guys. We got. Hey. <laughs> hey guys, how are you guys doing this week? Hope better than any other week. We got. Yup. <laughs> so Mungat's feeling a bit down. So at least we're going to have a bit more of a casual topic today, right? Yeah. So do you guys have your parents on WhatsApp sharing with you like random articles, oh. random videos? It's perhaps not random from their point of view. Do they want to share something? Mm. But I get loads of videos from my mom and my dad. Yeah, don't even start. I, I, I will occasionally look at them, the ones that look interesting. Uh, but yeah, most of them are like, oh my God, mm. what is this thing about our prime minister? Like... Putting down and not becoming a prime minister anymore. Oh, it's fake news. <laughs> yeah, I love it when they share hoaxes, and all I do is oh. like hoax, <laughs> hoax. I I always tell this to my mom, like, Ma, you you have kids who actually went to school and like can tell what's news and what's fake. Like, at least try to look into the source of it before you're sending out all this stuff. And mom's like, Yeah, but it's fun to just look and then see if it actually fit. <laughs> I'm like, Oh no. Look at you pretending like you know better than your mother right no, now. No, it's not being better. <laughs> in, this, in this day and age where news can travel really, really fast, you got to be careful, you know? Yeah, no, that's right. I mean, always check your sources or at least the validity of those news sources, right? So anyway, my dad recently um, shared with the, my family WhatsApp group this like, medium article and it intrigued me for a bit. Like the title of it. I usually don't read these kind of articles, but I thought it'd be a nice discussion to have here in the podcast. The title of the article, and this is written by Mr. Tim Denning, look for these qualities in people and you'll be surrounded by amazing humans. Oh. Okay, what do you think of this title? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, tell me. Intrigue me. So this, this article is basically going about talking about, like you, you want to be surrounding yourself with good people and if you surround yourself with good people you yourself mm-hmm. will be great in that sense you'll have a better life yeah i just want to see and prick your brain in terms of whether you guys agree and disagree so how many all these points so how many tenets are there in this article six so i think there's about five of them so yeah there's about five of them let's oh, go five. through them and okay. let's let's see if you guys agree and also for the audience as well what do you guys think of these points mm. so point number one look for how generous they are and they go about saying that selfish people aren't fun to be around. If they're selfish to others, they'll be selfish to you. When you need them, they'll be looking for an incentive. I, I go by that. I, could, I back that. I think if you're in the group of people where everyone is a taker, you can get really drained and that's the last thing you need. Like, be around givers, you'll be more giving, and then you have a more positive life. I totally can get by that. Agreed. I've traveled with people, a big group, some of which could be quite selfish and self-centered in terms of spending, in terms of helping others out. Not great. No. Always travel with a group where people are not too calculative over things. Right. And the last thing I want to do is worry about an equitable distribution of the cost and expenses when in truth it's not going to be material when in fact you did not eat that last slice of cake yeah. on that trip so it's it's not a matter of like oh it's fine if we don't equate at the end of the day like what we spend with one another or what we give to one another it's just the fact that everyone's fine if the small details are not 
counted for to the minute yeah. point of it. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah. yeah. It's give and take, right? You win some, you lose some. You can't always win. Have it all. Mm, all right. So let's move to the next point then. Maybe that's something that we all agree upon. What, what, why? Why? What's your thought on that? No, I've never really thought about it in terms of when I meet new people or I meet friends, I don't go out and see whether they are generous or not. Mm. I don't go around seeing, oh, they, they donate to that homeless guy or um, do they buy me food or do they give presents? I don't look up for that. That's the thing. So it's, it was very intriguing for me to see that it's written in this article. But now that you've explained it in that way, with it not being so calculative, hmm, I get that. I get what you mean, that generosity is there even though it's not obvious. Yeah, I think to me, like, like, like you, Riz, I don't really look out specifically, but I think you can tell the vibe of how the mm. people are. Um, like for me, I, I listen to my gut a lot, like my gut instinct. So if I feel I'm uncomfortable in this group, I try to see why I'm uncomfortable and then, then only I start to realize that, oh, I have to compensate a lot by giving a lot more than I normally do or that they just, all they do is just keep on, you know, kind of try to take advantage of me or I don't know, in some way or another, but that's what I would then end up trying to remove myself. Mm. I think that's a good point. How about this next one? Notice how they talk about homeless people. Oh, I'm all for that. How a person treats homeless people is important. So what, what's your point here, Karen? I think you have to understand, like homeless people, sometimes they're not in that situation by choice. Mm-hmm. And they're also human. I just refuse to accept people who look down on other people because of circumstances. Because you don't understand what they're going through. And all they just, sometimes all they just want is all they want is to just talk not even asking for money so if they just kind of treat them because they're just the peasants on the street that you're not no i'm not gonna hang out with you at all like sorry it's basically like going out with someone who feels entitled for whatever they have because of the circumstance they've been in or they've gotten themselves into without their own effort for example yeah and karma is a bitch guys (laughs) (laughs) i don't understand your last point race it's about where some people, for example, they've been born with a silver spoon. Oh, just take myself. I've been born in, I would say, a very fortunate circumstance. I think my family is pretty well-to-do. I've gotten really good education. I've gotten the opportunities I have in my career as well. And though I attribute to it to a certain degree of my own effort, I do think a lot of it is luck or the fact that the I've just been, yeah. yeah, it's the privilege of just being born into the circumstance. That's what they call, I think in debate, um, the birth lottery, right? Mm. Where some people are born in better circumstances, economic circumstances, better political circumstance. But because of that, you shouldn't think that you're better than everyone else. Mm. If you were born in a place where you didn't have enough food, you didn't get constant running water, does it mean you're worse than people? Not necessarily. You're just being born in that unfortunate situation. So going back to the homeless discussion then, so is it just really a polarised view of whether or not you could empathise and understand that homelessness is not a choice, sometimes it is just the situation that leads to that rather than homelessness is due to laziness and lack of effort and lack of trying. Is that really just the two potential viewpoints that one person could adopt? 
in regards to homelessness? I think it's more about the word you said, empathize. It's whether that person has empathy and whether you really want to be friends with that person if they don't have empathy. Because they will not be able to say, I'm sorry, uh, say I'm sorry or um, consider or imagine how they would be in your shoes if you mm. are going through a really hard um, time, for yeah. example. I agree. Because if they lack empathy for the homeless, they may lack empathy for you yeah. if you're going through a hard time in the future and that's not necessarily the kind of person you want to necessarily surround yourself with. Mm. Yeah, I think it doesn't just apply to homeless people. I think there are a few sayings of where if you want to date a person, you should see how mm. they treat the waiter or waitresses. Yeah. Because if they feel like they're entitled because they're paying for it and then they treat them badly, then that's that's not that's a person who probably lacks empathy or feel that they are on top of everyone. So is that one of your checkboxes when you go on dates, Kyren? Sure, yeah. <laughs> on that waiter point, I've always wondered what I'd be like as a waiter. Have you ever have you ever tried? Have you... I've always wanted to be a waiter. Really? But I feel like I might risk telling the customer off, to be honest. <laughs> if not through my words, at yeah. least through my reaction or my eye-rolling tendencies. Oh, passive-aggressive. Mm. Like, Typical. I think you should try with that, why not? Yeah. Oh, oh, like, as if my schedule permits, right? <laughs> you can make time, for sure. I mean, it'll be a very... Um, this will be a very educational experience for yeah. you, I think. You could, I think you could definitely <laughs> volunteer for, like, a weekend just to wait tables at a restaurant. You don't have to even get paid for it. Try it. Maybe I should. Well, so far, we've been agreeing to the points of this article, so not a bad article so far. Yeah. I mean, it's only stating the obvious. <laughs> Mr. Denning doing so well. Well, let's move to the next one, right? <laughs> Look at their friends to learn what they're like. And he starts off this section by, is everybody on their Instagram in a bikini or flexing the six-pack? That will tell you what they care about. Oh. Do you guys agree with this? Do you guys, is it a concern for you? I, I think it's not. I think generally, okay, this is a bit of a difficult one because I feel like I probably wouldn't initially end up being friends with those people to start with. Right. Um, so the people that I met are based on the peop- the places that I go to because I want to go to like a friend's party mm. or, or a climbing gym. So we kind of have some sort of a mutual thing together. Um, it's really rare for me to meet someone that is very different to my sort of lifestyle in essence i think but what if you're friends with that person and then say a few years down the line mm. their instagram uh, profile or their social media profile develops into something that you don't really agree with or you're like mm, i don't know about this it's like eh, eh. <laughs> you want to like move away no i i think you know one should never associate instagram to their real life personality mm. i've seen so many people who are so decoupled from the instagram profile their mm. instagram profile is just like a show right it's a curated version of themselves as, as as similar to how we have this podcast this podcast is not a full reflection of what we are like yeah. as individuals outside when you meet us to the same extent instagram as well if they're vain if they're posting pictures of their abs and you know just lots of selfies on it, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're narcissistic. So I disagree. If superficially their point is steer clear of people who are very vain on Instagram. 
But I guess the point that the author is trying to make here is not look at their Instagram profile, but look at who they follow. Yeah, their well, no, ah. I thought who they are friends with on Instagram. For oh, example. I thought I thought it doesn't necessarily apply on Instagram. I thought it's more of like generally who they are. Yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess so. It's in terms of you look at him or her mm. based on the people they surround themselves mm. with, because if you may find a person. Um, a certain amount, like oh, he's he's a good person, nice and whatnot. When you interact with them, mm. but they happen to surround themselves with people who you find as douches, for example, toxic, toxic, for example. Yeah, I like to give people the benefit of the doubt sometimes. Mm. Uh, well, most often than not, I think I like to listen to why they want to follow those people. Like I know a bunch of people who follow um, those Instagram models and stuff, but I mm. get it. That's their inspiration of wanting to, you know, be more active. Yeah. Be more healthy. So it's never really just a straightforward answer. There's always like a behind story to that. So mm. I think, I, yeah, I don't know about this one specifically. Mm. What do you think? Well, first of all, I think I usually do not really push myself into people's circles. Mm. Rather, I maybe similar to you, Karin. I just interact with that particular person, which I think I can be really friends with. Yeah, it's not really. It doesn't really matter what they do apart from their time. Apart from me, mm. so benefit of the doubt is perhaps something I do give unconsciously. Hmm. I've never really thought about it. Mm. And and who actually goes into that person's Instagram and looks at their follow list? <laughs> I do sometimes because I just wanted to see what they follow. I was like out of curiosity, like oh, and then I started following more stuff. Like I know uh, a person that I followed through. Um, because of her photography, and then I looked at her Instagram further, and there's like, oh, there's a writer, there's a photographer, there's a videographer. So I just, you know, get more inspiration. <laughs> well, the only time I do that is when I am going for say someone I actually like. And I'm like, <laughs> hmm, what is this person like? I mean, but that that's a separate conversation. <laughs> <laughs> that too. <laughs> but all right, next point. See how they act during a moment of success. And he goes about look at how a person acts during their moment of glory. The success get to their head. Do they think they know everything? Do they talk down to others who haven't reached their delusional level? I think this this point kind of coupled with the how they speak to the homelessness because it, uh, the homeless people because if they can't speak like a normal human being, chances are they always enjoy being in success on top of the world and not going to consider other people around them worthy of the celebration or something. Mm, mm. I, I think, yeah, I, I totally agree that it relates to the homeless thing. And it reminds me of something that actually my dad told me when I was in school. He said that a person's character is best tested when they are in a position of power. Mm. When, when they actually have a lot of power in their hands, where they in a managerial position or authoritative position, that's yeah. when you actually see and can test whether they are truly, say, humble or kind. Yeah. Because they can abuse it as how they please. Yeah, that's true. So I, I do relate with this. And I think Mr. Dunning has a point here. What do you think, Mugat? I agree. And I think you have a spectrum of people in regards to success. Some would glorify, some would let get some would let it get to their head, but you also have on the other end people at the at the turn of success or you know at any point they get successful, they will think it's never enough, it's never good enough, and people who constantly point to their flaws. Yeah. So 
what is the perfect balance then? What is the middle ground in regards to success? Obviously, you can say, oh, you know, celebrate the success. However, do not think that you're perfect. Do not think that this is the end point because, you know, success is a rolling target, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but that's kind of boring, isn't it? Like the middle grounds, is, the middle ground <laughs> is such a cliche to say, but is that the target? Is that the ideal person you want to be around? Yeah, I did well, but you know what? Need to strive for more. Is that what you're going to be wanting to find in a friend? Um, I do appreciate humility. I think that's, yeah, that's definitely something that I look for in a friend. Um, so yeah, I, I, I would stand my ground in that. Oh. <laughs> Such a cliche answer. It is a cliche answer, but I mean... But that's if, how he lives! Yeah, if that's how I think. You live your life in a cliche. <laughs> Okay, let me, let me go with the final point. So the final point that Mr. Denning put out is, what do they do when you ask them a bizarre question? So what he's trying to get at is a sense of curiosity of that person. Um, because curiosity leads to a beautifully open mind. What do you think, Riz? It's not something I particularly look out in friends. Mm. But I can't deny that it's fun to ask people stupid questions. Yeah. That just plain, blatant, obvious <laughs> questions. And just to see how they react to it. Because sometimes it angers people, or it pricks a point where they get irritated, or they actually might come back and be very generous in terms of giving you the information, mm-hmm. or they might get into some other tangent. It's just to see how they think, really. Mm. But I really appreciate when there are people who can actually not humour, but also carry a conversation forward. Exactly. Even if you ask them, like, Oh, Kyren, what do you think of NASA sending a satellite called Juno to Jupiter? It's like a very random question that you won't really bring it out, but would you actually carry the conversation? That brings like a bit more character for me. I can understand you um, in a deeper fashion, I think. Yeah. And, and that's something I like, I think, doing with friends, but not something I particularly like. Or oh, if you're not, you know, if you don't have a curious mind, I will be friends with you. Mm. I don't look up for that. Yeah, no. Yeah. I think in terms of in terms of that, it goes more along the line for me. Um, how much time I would be willing to spend with that person? Yeah. Um, because I generally do really silly things in general. Um, that's just me, and I love it when people can kind of follow through with it, and that makes me very comfortable. Um, <laughs> I eat like you guys. <laughs> um, so generally, I probably will spend more time with the lot of people who can kind of follow suit with my craziness to some extent. Mugat, you're rolling your eyes. Why? What do you think? <laughs> no, it's not rolling my eyes. I was actually. <laughs> I think the main point is to find people that you could just hope, have an open-ended conversation with. Mm. Someone who could bounce ideas because yeah. otherwise your conversations would just be... Dry. Dry or changshie, really. You want to have different conversations with friends who expand your mind and also ride on their inquisitiveness think about things that you wouldn't ordinarily think about and expand your horizons and i think those kind of friends are quite precious it opens your mind to a very wide horizon and you learn more from that you think about things you never thought about mm-hmm. and that's where you add value they add value yes yeah i think um 
this this topic in this particular point is very uh very important to me not because of friends but more along the line where how how much time i would like to spend with these people and how much would i invest in this friendship or even like significant other if i were to go on a date if i just decided to say something out of the blue so random i just wanted to see if they're gonna be um you know against it or like questioning am i okay or are they just gonna follow suit with it mm. so yeah it's not it's not like a, an important thing but just enough to say that i don't know if i'm gonna be comfortable with that person or not yeah if you can jive with the person or yeah. tangle with the person right yeah exactly so We've spoken a lot about each component. Let's just recap. What are the the main principles we've discussed so far? So the first point is about how generous the person is. The second is whether they can empathize with another person. This is related to the speaking to a homeless person. The third one is about who they surround themselves with. The fourth is when they are in a moment of success, a moment of power, how do they actually act? And the last bit is about their curious mind. How do they speak when they are given a random topic or an out-of-the-ordinary topic to talk about? Those are the five points that Mr. Denning put in his Medium article, which I find quite enjoyable to read. Yeah, I agree. I think the one that I appreciate the most is the first one, how generous you are, not because I want to free ride off that generosity, mm-hmm. but it makes me more comfortable to be generous as well. I like to be with friends who are giving and not to calculate it so that I don't have to feel stressed out in terms of managing my social navigation mm. with that person. Yeah, understood. I think for myself, it's more on the empathy side because it's very important for you to be able to think in the shoes of another person mm. because then you can understand other people's struggles, you can feel um, the difficulties that they're going through. And if you find a friend who is able to relate to another person and really feel for the other person, that's the kind of friend I actually really want. I think the other one is about um, how they act in a moment of success. Mm. Not so much with friends, but I think with people that you work with. Yeah, I think that's very important because I at least for myself, I don't want to be act- working with someone who would throw their values away when they get into power, mm-hmm. when they get more money or more fame, for example. At least that's not the person I want to associate or be friends with. Yeah, no, definitely. I think for me, as a whole, these points uh, attribute a person with humility and humbleness. Um, so all the points kind of conclude into a person that I always strive to be. So ideally, it kind of connects with the people that are also like that. What do you guys think? Did you think that the points that Mr. Denning wrote on his article to be true? Do you agree with it? Do you disagree with it? I will post the link of the article on Twitter and then have a read, guys, and let us know what are your opinions on it. Tweet us your opinions on the Enablers pod. And until then, see you guys next week. See you guys next week. Bye.